welcome to Smiling Politely with me, Aaron J. How are you doing? So basically, this is a podcast that I'm selfishly using as a platform to shout material at seven people online rather than seven people in a pub. And it's basically a chance for me to to test out different topics each week and, and chat about them. And also chat to some different people about how they're getting on in their day to day lives from a variety of different professions. So, um, yeah, lockdown is is very weird, isn't it? It's changing the way our mind works and the way we interact with people. I know I, for one, am freaking out in shops a lot more than I ever did. I think the shops themselves are very well organised. limiting the number of people that go in and out, putting markers down to show what two metres is. What I don't get are these people that stand like between the markers. Because they always seem to be the same people that have the audacity to plead ignorance if they get confronted about it too. Like I was in my local shop and the markers are bright yellow, like industrial yellow. And I politely asked a guy to stay two metres back and his response was, should I bring a tape measure wherever I go now? That's not the point, is it? You just need to, you know, look at the floor. But it is different the way things are now. I know a lot of people are working from home. I myself am struggling to adapt to the whole working from home thing. I mean, In the first week, I ended up giving myself a written warning because I took an hour and a half for lunch. But we're adapting. We're changing. And I think there's a lot more of a community spirit, like people are going out on a Thursday night and going hell for leather with their pots and pans. My road is like an evening version of the musical stomp at the moment. It's very nice, very rhythmic, very loud. And Zoom is making a big wave too. Uh, A lot of people are doing Zoom quizzes. I, for one, am learning a lot from doing these quizzes. The main thing I have learnt is that my friends are definitely cheating. 100%. I mean, I've known these people for years and they couldn't tell me what an element is or what a covalent bond is. Yet they can tell me who won the Nobel Prize for Physics in 1973. It's mad. And you can't get out of the Zoom quizzes because we're literally doing nothing else. The only excuse you have to get out of a Zoom quiz is, I'm doing another Zoom quiz. It's not, it doesn't work, does it? And you've got these people that are getting angry for others not wearing masks in shops. But they're also the same people who queued for 45 minutes for a McDonald's. Like what? You don't want to see someone's germy face, but you'll happily let their germy hands cook your dinner. So we're at that point where I talk about a topic. So basically, I get a different topic each week, and my job is to talk about that specific topic. And this week's topic is shopping. Shopping. Yeah, I think a lot of people are shopping online at the moment to fill the void of not being able to see their loved ones. And it's 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 great because you've definitely used the excuse at the start of lockdown. Ah, now I'm in lockdown. I'm going to save so much money. 
within three days you're spending £45 on four pairs of socks. It's, it's absolutely brilliant. And it's an odd one for me, online shopping, because I don't really know where to shop online. Because different sites suit different styles. Like, I'm definitely not cool and edgy enough for somewhere like Urban Outfitters. But I'm in no way fat enough for somewhere like Giacomo. So I've got to find a happy medium between the two. And when I do find somewhere, it's always tricky to to choose what to wear anyway. Because I look at a website and I know what an item of clothing will look like on a six foot two male with the body of a Love Island contestant. But there's no way of knowing how it's going to look on a five foot nine male who has the body of a 12 year old boy. You know, my body is the mix of a 12 year old boy and Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. It's just that horrible mix, you know. And there's nothing more soul destroying that if I do order something like ordering a T-shirt and it arrives and I have to realise that a small men's size is baggy for my body. And I think the biggest stress where you shop online as well is shopping sites insist on checking with your bank before the transaction goes through. You don't need to do that. Like if the money's in there, it's fine. We don't need to check our bank account. Thank you very much. I haven't checked my bank account since 2012. And I find it highly unlikely that I'm going to be halfway through a transaction and my bank's just going to go, no, 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 no. He definitely does not need another jumper. It's just not going to happen, is it? But it is online shopping is better than the alternative, I think, uh, I don't particularly like going out clothes shopping because it's uh, it's one of my biggest fears, which is when I'm out shopping and I try something on, I'm very, very conscious of the fact that someone may open the curtain whilst I'm in the middle of getting changed. Like I've never taken off and put on my jeans quicker than the speed I do when I'm in a changing room and I tend to shop with a friend too and I think the stupid thing about shopping with a friend as males is that you're out typically for an hour to two hours and you'll spend 20 minutes of that time shopping but you'll spend the remaining time in a pub and you have that sense of achievement when you're there like yeah I've earned this, I've I've been out of the house for 20 minutes. <laughs> and shopping in sales is really, really challenging too because I find the sale rail really intriguing. Like all of the clothes that nobody wanted throughout the year just sort of in one place. And it's very demoralising when you realise that you're not physically strong or fit enough to successfully flick through those items of clothing. And for that reason, I've I've given up with shopping, to be honest. It's, before lockdown, I made a conscious decision to do all of my shopping at Audi because it's the only place where you can go in and you can buy a sunbed, a fleece and some Hungarian chocolate all in the same place. I've always noticed about that middle aisle in Audi as well. There's always a surplus of ski equipment, like someone in the Audi marketing department 
has seriously misjudged its clientele, haven't they? So we're at that point now where I can welcome a guest. Uh, this week's guest is none other than Danny Mark. And Danny is a very good friend of mine and comedian. Danny co-runs Glass Eye Comedy with both myself and fellow comedian Louis Green. Fun fact, Louis and Danny had started Glass Eye together before they even knew me. And um, they only met me at one of their first gigs. And it was there that Louis suggested getting me on board and getting involved with, with some of the things they were planning on doing. Uh, Danny was actually against getting me involved to begin with. Not that I'm bitter about it or anything like that. But um, rest assured, Louis is my favourite of the two. So without further ado... Please welcome the wonderful Danny Mark. Hello, Danny. How are you? I'm very well, Erin. How are you? Yeah, very good. Thank you. So basically, I'll let you in on a little secret. For your introduction, I basically let the listeners, I'm hoping it's plural, know that you and Louis originally started Glass Eye Comedy, is that correct? That is correct, yeah. And that Louis suggested getting me on board after meeting me at one of your gigs, is correct? It, that is correct, yeah, I know where this is going. And that you were against it? I was at first, yeah. Yeah, so my first question is, why didn't you want me, Danny? Um, <laughs> I'm just not, not very sociable person to be honest with you mate yeah don't really like people don't really let people in and then but but look at you you clawed your way in didn't you yeah good things come to those who work hard <laughs> you sound like david brent when you say that <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad you i'm glad i'm glad that you are here yeah that's that's, yeah. that's good that's very good i mean i i was wrong i was wrong i was wrong Okay. I'm sorry. That's okay. Apology accepted, Danny. But um, yeah, so the topic for this week that I decided to go with for my little rant or monologue, however you do it, is Mm. shopping. I just thought it'd be interesting to know what your opinions are on shopping. Do you do you shop a lot? Do you shop online? What what is it that you do? I'm the designated shopper for the household especially at the moment with the old rona going around yeah so what your supermarkets yeah i'm like dale winton in and out of them supermarkets near enough every day at the moment <laughs> every day is that is that advised at the moment no not really but um i just can't stand to be in there long enough to do a weekly shop i'd rather just take 15 minutes of that i say 15 minutes that um, that's ambitious i'd like to just Little and often. Little and often. I get that. I wear a mask, though, so... Wear a mask, like a <laughs> like a Halloween mask or an actual medical one? Uh, I don't... I don't I, I, I'm not going to say it's medical, because it was quite cheap, to be honest with you, but... It, uh, but the I sort you medical. see people wear at the end. The sort you see that. people. I'm not going around wearing, like, a bra cup or something like that. <laughs> worrying if you did because i know you live with your mum so (laughs) (laughs) 
fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, what are you? T- are we talking supermarkets here? Yeah, it's supermarkets. Um, I found myself shopping at Aldi's a lot recently because the queue there seems to be smaller than everywhere else. Um, yeah, I was talking about Aldi a little bit earlier, and I said that I made a conscious decision to shop there more and more because of the variety of things you can buy when you go in. Like, you can go in and you can buy a sunbed, a fleece, and some Hungarian chocolate all for under a tenner. And it's <laughs> it's good, isn't it? And you always see, uh, like, a, the weirdest sports on offer in the middle aisle at Audi, like skiing and stuff like that. It's just a handball. It's nearly, yeah, like a hat. You can buy a handball for six ninety nine. It's a bit <laughs> peculiar, isn't it? You know, three volleyballs for a tenner. No one's played volleyball in England for 20 years. <laughs> Imagine that on Felixstowe Beach. <laughs> <laughs> People playing volleyball. Um, I see, I like I like the, the variety getting Audi, but I just, I feel like when I go into Audi, I feel like a bit of a second-class citizen, if I'm honest. I just... Like they don't care in there. The, like if you go to Sainsbury's, the staff will move out of your way. They're very helpful. If you go to Aldi's, like if you're in the way of a pallet, they'll just run you over. Like they've got no remorse. <laughs> they've always got eight tills, but they've only ever got three open. Yeah, it's like a hot till system, isn't it? Where they're they're open and then they're shut and then they open another one and move you across, don't they? Why do they have eight? Is is someone there saying like, "Oh, I'm not, I'm not going on three again today. You're gonna have to make another till. Gonna have trouble three instead." <laughs> Just open all eight at the same time. That's my head in Home bargains is like that as well. Got about thirty tills, two people on them. What's the point? What a waste of space. Well, they might get an influx of people, and then who's the real mug? Who? Well, this is it. I've been in there when there has been an influx of people. Do they open the tills? Do they fuck? Fair enough, fair enough. And what's the social distancing like in Audi? Uh, social what? I tell you, they don't they don't know social distancing there. I, I swear to God, I was picking up a bunch of bananas in there the other day and I had someone come up next to me and grab the bananas next to the ones I was holding. I was like, can you not just wait 30 seconds for me to... Uh, and, you know, I've got the bananas home and they were all green and not ripe yet because I was rushed making my decision. So you, you were rushed into buying your bananas because of someone else's lack of so- social distancing, is that what you're saying? Yeah, came right up next to me, made me feel very uncomfortable. I mean, they had a mask on as well, but it don't mean you can just, I don't know. Yeah, like, like a know. mask doesn't automatically make you immune, does it? It's not... No, no, yeah. it does. no, it doesn't. You know, you can't just wear a mask and do what, what you want. It's not like put a mask on and it's the purge, is it? Just stay yeah. out of my way, stay away from my bananas. Mate, what baffles me is the people that don't stand on the markers. Like, they're on the floor to tell you what two metres is, and they'll stand in between them. The worst ones, mate, are Tesco's. Have you been in a Tesco's recently? I haven't. I've, I've done exclusively done all of my shopping at the co-op. Thought you must have deep pockets, boy. Bad. I've always got an offer on, mate. I've just played to the bargains. Freezer fiver, freezer for a fiver, and it five things for the freezer for five quid. Brilliant. Mate, sometimes I'll have an abundance of crisps. Sometimes I'll have an abundance of fruit. It's it depends where the offers are that week, mate. And then every now and then there's a few pork pies thrown in there. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. But Must yeah, boss. Getting them share points though, boy. Yeah. Well, you know, don't want to brag. 
There was vouchers. Sorry, uh, yeah, Tesco's. Uh, the Tesco's they've got a little system in Tesco's where they put arrows on the floor. Yeah. They've made it so all their their stores are one way. And if you miss something on your aisle, rather than turn around and go back and get it, you just got to walk all the way around. It's just the way it is. Very very good. Love design is you know stops clogging up. And the the people that get me the most are the people that don't follow the arrows. Yeah. Come down the wrong way. And I think who who are you? Why do you, why are you better than the arrows? If I've missed my ravioli, I've got to go all the way around and get it. Why do you not have to? <laughs> you don't eat ravioli. I do it. I do before payday, mate. <laughs> Thirteen p a tin. Can't is go it wrong really? with that. Well, I mean, the one I eat is barely edible. If you're gonna if you're gonna call me out on it, I'd get the twenty five pence tin one. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Twenty five p ravioli. Danny Mark recommends. That's fine. It's really good. It's recommend really if you're on a tight budget. I wouldn't recommend if you've got the money to eat something else. Okay. You know what I mean? If you've got a five, go and get yourself some chicken breasts or something. <laughs> and unless you miss them, in which case you've got to go all the way around again. All the way around again, but do go all the way around again. Do not ignore the, the arrow rule. Okay. So if anyone is going to take advice from you from this recording... It is follow the arrows, yeah? If anyone's going to take advice from this recording, my first advice is to go and get yourself seen to by a psychiatric doctor. Okay. That's, and then follow the arrows. That's because they bit, shouldn't be listening to us for life advice, should they? It's a bit hurtful that you're suggesting that they're clinically insane if they listen to us at all. But Not enough. listen to us, but I mean, take our advice on board as good. You know, you know, I, I just don't, I don't know. That's okay, it's fine, it's fine. Um, so how is lockdown treating you then, mate? Because this is called the new normal. So we're talking about how our lives have changed as a result of being stuck in the house. And obviously you're a stand-up comedian. Mm. How has writing and performing comedy changed as a result of that? Well, there isn't. I can't perform anywhere, really. I'm not doing any of them... You do see a lot of these Zoom shows where they're doing sets online, but they're horrific. I watched a gong show the other day. It was the most brutal thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I saw that as well, where um, essentially they just bully the acts that are on there, don't they? It's cyberbullying, isn't it? You look at it, and like they're bad enough at some of them gong shows anyway, let alone hiding behind their screen with a keyboard. There's no, No one had anything nice to say about any of the acts, and some of them are really good, so... Yeah, not really put myself out there in that way. I mean, I've, you know, work on have a little bit. It's, it's it's a good chance to explore other other branches. So you like like podcasts, um, yeah. Doing a podcast, That's just just a, just a good way to. It's, it's a good outlet, isn't it? If you just talk for a little while, it just it's yeah, the same thing, isn't it? I'm talking, but just yeah, I found that I had in front of me. Yeah, I mean, I found that I had an abundance of material that I've written throughout the period because I've had the time to do so, but nowhere really to put it. Like, obviously, when we were running Glass Eye, we had the option to do a monthly show where we could test this material. but yeah, you just haven't got the the opportunity other than Zoom or podcasting. There isn't really anything out there. 
No, it's going to be difficult when it comes back because it's going to be a lot of new material that needs a lot of testing, isn't there? I mean, because I think every comedian is going to be in the same kind of boat. They've had all this time to write this material. Yeah. And obviously, we don't know how much of it's good, how much of it's bad. And I think, like, delirium starts to set in when you've been, like, cabin fever for so long and you've been inside for so long you might I know that I've got some jokes that I think are so funny but I know that if I told them on stage I'd probably die in my hole yeah yeah because you get so used to your own company and 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 understanding your own opinion you you sort of lose track of what other people think as well yeah absolutely yeah I think I think the industry's going to change quite dramatically when we get back what what do you reckon yeah, I'm quite scared by it, to be honest with you, because comedy shows are quite intimate shows Yeah. by their nature. And, and to go into a situation where everyone's going to have to sit two metres apart and everyone's, you know, conscious about what everyone else is doing, I think it's going to take the line off the axe for a little while. I think it's it's going to cause havoc to the scheduling of the night because there's obviously going to be lengthy queues at the bar and whatnot. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. I, don't and know. I mean, are there going to be more acts come out of this? Are there going to be less acts come out of this? Are there going to be more nights coming out of it because pubs need to boost the revenue? Or are there going to be less nights come out of this because pubs don't want to fork out or venues don't want to fork out for potentially something that that may not make them as much money see the thing is i i think that more people i mean it's a good it's a good time if you're thinking about giving it up it's a good time to give it up isn't it because you because of the uncertainty so i think that i think there'll be a few comedians that think oh you know what spent the last god knows how long building it up and it's just back to it's almost feels that's what it feels like it feels like it's back to square one almost like you've got to start building up like for glass eye we've we had all these nights we were running now we've got to go back and and try and work out like you say how we're going to run them are, are, are the venues still going to be interested if yeah. they can only get half the people in you know they, they were running on a minimal budget to, to, to start with when they had a full house you know what i mean i just it's a, it's going to be a very different world out there and i don't I don't know what it means for live entertainment. I don't know how they're gonna, how they're gonna do it. How they're gonna do like stadium tours for the the, the huge acts. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's gonna require more policing than it is people there, isn't it? It's, I don't know. It's, it's a strange one. It's it's something that I never thought we'd have to deal with. If I'm honest. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, because obviously we get into comedy because we we love that element of it. We love the live entertainment aspect of what we do. And mm. to take that away or, or change it in some way almost changes the job that we'll be doing from the get-go, doesn't it? Absolutely, especially the promoting side of it. As promoters, it's going to be so hard because we've got a we've got to convince everyone. We've got to convince the venues, we've got to convince the customers, we've got to convince the, the acts, we've got to convince ourselves. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. it's certainly going to be surreal. So we'll, we'll stop talking about the negative sides of, of comedy, if we may, Danny. Um, yeah. 
why why did you get into comedy what was the reasoning behind it um always wanted to do it always wanted to do comedy loved loved comedy had um all of billy Connolly stuff when i was like really young so was, a little, was he your influence then billy he, yeah he was my influence then yeah he was um the one i watched him and i watched quite a lot of lee evans yeah, I think everyone did it around that time as well, mate. It was arguably him and Peter Kay were the two most popular oh, comedians in the country at that point, I would say. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, you always wanted to do it. And then. Always wanted to do it. Um, yeah, never really had the bottle to do it. Just. Okay. I don't know. It seems like standing up and talking in front of people and like waiting on their laughs seemed like a big gamble to take i just didn't really have the bottle to do it um i, I always knew i'd get around to giving it a go but i just didn't know when um and it was losing my old man really that kind of pushed me to do it i just thought yeah let's give this a go let's do something yeah let's it's take, sort take of that big change yeah that bit that taking a gamble is obviously something that's paid off for you because you've you've done some good things since starting in, in a short amount of time um but you started how old were you when you started about 30 uh, 30 yeah yeah so yeah. obviously that's an age where you've done things already in your life did you feel that that's probably put you in good stead as a as a newbie compared to if you had have started it when you were in your early 20s, late teens? Yeah, if I'd have started it when I wanted to start it, I think I probably would have given up by now because I didn't have the, like you say, the life experience or, or, or anything like that to draw on. I was quite fresh-faced and it would have just been... A completely different type of humor to, to, to what I'm kind of doing now so I think I think I'm, I'm glad I started when I did because it it gives me more to draw on like you say I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah, I think that's brilliant so you've obviously mentioned Billy Connolly and Lee Evans but who does inspire you now as an act sort of that comedians comedian fan stuff who inspires you to be the act that you are? who inspires me to be the act that I am. You can say me if you want to, but obviously... I don't... I was going to say you, but I didn't want to seem biased, so... That sounds forced now, doesn't it? It does sound a bit forced now. You kind of forced it out of my mouth, which is uh, a shame, because you would have got it anyway, mate. You would have got it anyway. So, other than me, who is is your inspiration? (laughs) 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 Um... When I first started doing it, when I first actually took the plunge, I was watching a lot of Kevin Bridges, and I'm a huge, huge fan of Kevin Bridges. Same um, here, man. I think the guy is just so funny. The way he tells stories is absolutely unbelievable. Um, yeah. And Josh Widdicombe, big fan of Josh Widdicombe as well. I don't think he gets the credit as a stand-up comedian that he deserves. I mean, he's, he's funny on panel shows. His show is mediocre. But he, as an actual act, he's so funny. He really makes me laugh. Yeah, uh, yeah, two really good choices, Danny. I'm uh, very impressed. Thank you very much. So I've spoken about you as an act and how that has changed during lockdown in in a sense of you're not able to do as much. But how has your day-to-day life changed? Because obviously you've got two young kids, you're living at home with your partner. How has all that 
changed? Yeah. Um, quite, yeah, it's, it's, it was strange to start with, not dropping the kids off at, at playgroup and, and stuff like that and trying to think of, of things to do with them. But it's kind of just like almost the same routine now. Like I've got, I've got real, real used to it now. It's, it's lovely to spend so much time with, with the kids, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of the parents that I've spoken to have, have said similar things that they've been able to have that time with their kids that they wouldn't have done in a sense of if they were going to playgroup school and if you were going to work, it's it's allowed them to to get to know the kids probably a, a little bit more than than they perhaps would have done. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, I can't wait for them to work with again, but <laughs> the time we've had has been lovely. So it's playgroup, not school, yeah? You've not had to do any homeschooling or anything like that? No, it's just a playgroup. I mean, the playgroup have sent along, um, sent out, they've been quite good. They've sent out, like, little things for them to do, little charts and copy the letters and stuff like that, loads of stuff like that. Um, but my oldest doesn't start school till September, so... OK, so you've you've avoided it just, I've really, haven't you? I've avoided it. Yeah, because if I have to teach someone, then they, I, oh, I feel sorry for them. Yeah, I mean, it would be nice if you knew a, a teacher or something that could have. It would be nice if only I knew a teacher. Oh, what is Builder doing? <laughs> I'm gonna leave that in as well, just so he can listen out for his own name. <laughs> Very handsome. <laughs> I rate him a lot, but um. Rate him a lot. <laughs> So, have you been watching the news and stuff like that? How's that been for you? Uh, I try not to. I try yeah. not to watch the news, to be honest with you. I uh, can't, be, can't be dealing with that because you, you never see anything nice on the news. It's all doom and gloom and, you know, there's enough of that. At the I, moment, don't need any more of it. I agree to a, to a certain degree, Danny. I do. I really do. I think a lot of it is obviously scaremongering, doom and gloom type stuff, but Amongst that, you do find some gems. I mean, my favourite thing at the moment is looking at the local papers Facebook group. And whenever a new place opens, like when McDonald's opened and when Starbucks opened, just the comments underneath the news article are the little <laughs> rays of sunshine that come out of these news stories. They are fantastic. Do you read them? I do, yeah. I do like reading the comments because, like you say, they are incredible. I'm actually part of a Facebook group called, what's it called? Angry People in Local Newspapers. And it's just dedicated to photos of angry people in local newspapers. It's absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Oh, mate, it's brilliant, isn't it? Like, why can't you just make a coffee at home? Like, because <laughs> I'm, I'm not a professional. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had the training. Yeah, <laughs> the train. It's dangerous. Hot water. All right. Oh, having done my risk assessment, health and safety be all over me. I'd just rather pay three pounds fifty for someone to do it for me. <laughs> Have you queued for for anything like a, a Starbucks or a McDonald's or, or anything like that? Uh, I queued for a Burger King. Yeah, I did. did queue you? For Burger King. Yeah. How Got was to get it? me those chili cheese bites. How was oh. it? The burger was absolutely disgusting, but the chili cheese bites were amazing. Okay, and how long did you have to wait? Uh, it was quite quick, to be honest with you. You, you drive in there, and a little um, 
apprentice or whatever, whoever's got the least ranking in there that they force outside, um, comes over with a little wad of paper and says, oh, we're running a reduced menu today. Would you like to have a look? You have a look. And then make sure you want something drive through. And it's, yeah, pretty painless. Really annoyed me, though, because I wanted 20 chilli cheese bites. So I said, can I have 20 chilli cheese bites? As, as you would if you wanted 20 cheese, 20 chilli chili cheese bites. But um, I said, can I have 20 chilli cheese bites? She said, no, we, we, we're not doing the 20s. We're only doing portions of six and eight or whatever. I was like, okay, I'll have three sixes. Four sixes. <laughs> I'll, I'll have 24, right? What's the point? Like, if you're doing them, you may as well do all the portion sizes. Done my head in. Surely they're limiting how many of each thing you can get. Could oh, you... King don't care. They, they haven't got any limits at all. They, 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 if it's on the menu, they'll pick you as many of them as, as you want. Oh, that's something to consider, actually. No £25 limit there. And I think they're open for breakfast as well. Well, I'll tell you what, so... Burger King are smashing this at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They're doing well. I heard a story about the, the whole drive through thing, and I think this was a Burger King as well. Again, I saw it on Facebook that someone kicked off at one of the drive throughs because, picture it, picture the scene, Danny. You've got a car. You know mm-hmm. what a car looks like? Quite familiar with them. I own one yeah. myself, so. So that's, so that's queuing up to go into the, into the drive through bit. Behind that car, You've got another car. As would be expected. Are you are you following me so far? Yeah, yeah. Behind Sorry, those yeah. two cars, you have another car. Okay? Pretty run-of-the-mill at the moment, isn't it? Hmm. Behind those three cars, you just had a woman standing there. And then behind her, you had another two cars. So she was in the drive-through queue waiting to get served. And the worker had obviously had to tell her that she wasn't a car and she couldn't go through the drive-through. <laughs> and the she, worker tell her she, she kicked before off. she got to the front of the queue? No, it was that she was in the queue. She was before she got to the front and she said, you know, you, you can order online if you want to. She didn't want to order online. And uh, apparently, yeah, uh, went absolutely mental at this poor worker because... It was probably the apprentice, as, yeah. as we said earlier. That she wasn't a car. Wow. Baffling, isn't it? And there were people yeah. in the comments defending her. Why don't you just, like, phone up someone and just say, can I just have a quick lift to Birkin? But you can't do that, can you? Social distancing. Good point. They could collect it for her, though. Or, they could. I mean, or she could have ordered online, like the uh, person told her to. Just eat to Deliveroo. Yeah. Didn't even need to leave her house. Don't need to she's near yeah. enough to walk there, then she's near enough to have it delivered. It's baffling. It is baffling. But people are saying, you know, it's discrimination. It's not discrimination. It's called a drive-through. It's not carist, is it? Yeah. Jesus. Like, <laughs> you can't discriminate against the vehicle, unless she's a transformer. There is no way <laughs> this woman was being discriminated against. Oh, discriminated. Oh. Is there a story that you've seen that's taken a particular fancy of yours that's made you chuckle? Story that's made me chuckle. Uh, well, I'll tell you something that did make me chuckle. 
Um, I mean, it's quite visual, so it's not going to really work on the podcast. But, um, I mean, have you ever seen what the skeleton of a tortoise looks like? I have not. Can I give you a quick Google? Have a quick Google. Skeleton of a tortoise. It's going to be... Oh, it's not like that? blue waffle or anything like that. It's actually... Yeah, brilliant. Skeleton of a tortoise. Okay, I have it in front of me. See, I never knew that the shell was part of the tortoise. I thought that was like it could just hop in and out of it. <laughs> what, like a, like a jump? What I've learned. Like, like, yeah, that's what I thought. I, I thought that was just like, oh, you know, if it goes for a swim, it leaves the shell at the side, goes for a little dip, comes back in, gets a little while. Dries off, gets in the like shell. That. When I saw that picture of that skeleton, that gave me nightmares. Of like a zombie tortoise coming at me. Okay. But yeah, that's how my lockdown's going. You've just been Googling animal skeletons. Just been Googling animal skeletons. Okay, speaking of which, um, have you seen the Jane Fonda workout video that she brought out to raise awareness for climate change? I have not, no. I I urge you to do it. You know me quite well. Um, you know that I've got no business watching a workout video. Well, yeah, but I mean, she's eighty-two. Oh, she's okay. eighty-two so, years okay. old. No, that's the chances. Oh, the... <laughs> <laughs> so basically, when in a when she was at the peak of her celebrity status, she had her own like VHS workout video, and it was quite famous. Um, so what she did to raise awareness for climate change was she decided to basically reshoot it, like do it again, but do it on TikTok. Okay. Um, which is odd in itself that she's doing it on TikTok to do TikTok it. TikTok become a platform. Do you know what I mean? Like, celebrities have been using TikTok to raise serious points. It's a bit like proposing to someone, but giving them an onion ring. <laughs> Tell me she's doing a workout like Drake or Little Wayne or something like that. <laughs> NWA. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I just, it's it's very funny. It's, it's a very good video to watch. Um, okay. Give that a watch. I mean, like I say, you know, workout video with an 82-year-old woman, I, that's one I think I might be able to handle. So, I, why not? I urge you to do it. I urge you to do it. So, you've not been uh, keeping fit with Joe Wicks then? No, 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 I have not. No, not my cup of tea. I don't keep fit with myself, let alone with someone else. Fair enough, I, uh, fair enough. Saying that, no, you know, I do my thing, go out for a little walk here and there. Uh, quite often leave the car at home, go for a walk to the shops, walk to the park. Notice I'm saying walk, never run. Never run. I thought you were more of a sprinter, ain't you? I get short distances, you know, you put me down 50 metres, 100 metres, <laughs> anything over 100 metres, or oh, burns. Chafe. Oh, chafing. Oh, I can imagine, Popsy. I, I can almost feel it now. <laughs> Right, are you ready for a little bit of a quiz? Have you done any Zoom quizzes, by the way? Okay, I love quizzes. I love quiz. 
have have you done any zoom quizzes friends family anything like that no no um i find them quite uncomfortable my um mum's been doing one with her pals she's been having a great time but i find the whole you know you've got seven people in there in the first half an hour it's just people saying is it has everyone got sound can you see john (laughs) it's it's, is robert here and it's just like uh louis turn your mic on you need to turn your mic on (laughs) turn your mic on you need to join the chat you need to join the audio chat will someone let karen in (laughs) danny karen needs letting in you need to accept karen into the group Karen in. I already have. No, you haven't. She's waiting. Look, I can't just... There's one bloke without sound just waving at the camera, just waving frantically. Like, you see all them um, videos on, funny enough, on TikTok um, where there's Zoom classes and all the students have all had a little plan and they all play the same song at the same time or something like that. And I just think, oh, how sad. Look, <laughs> such a party pooper, but I just think, oh, not my cup of tea. If I was that teacher, I would be pissed, boy. Trying to trying to impart wisdom on them, and they're too busy dancing to "Aha, Take on Me." You're trying to teach fractions, and they're uh, they're playing alphabet fascination. Yeah, you know, they, I, I did see one the other day where someone got kicked out of the Zoom chat because he turned up to class and thought, "Well, I'm not at school, so I'll, I'll light up a doobie." <laughs> and his teacher was like, "Is that a doobie?" And he was like, "Yeah," and he kicked him out straight away. Like, well, what a way to go! What, what a way to go. What a stupid thing to do. What did he what think? What a ridiculous thing to do. Why would you... You're on a video chat. My days. I mean, I mean I've mean, i brought up Zoom quizzes, Daniel, because I... I've just called you Daniel, by the way. Um, I yeah, I was like, going to put that up. But. <laughs> Basically, whenever I speak to people, I would like to do uh, a little bit of a quiz with them to find out a little bit more about them. So, are you happy to take a quiz? I am more than happy. Okay, so this is from the CBBC website. And the quiz is, what type of bestie are you? Okay, thank God. I thought it might have been one I'd already taken. (laughs) (laughs) okay so which type of bestie are you we're going to find out so question one question one here we go it's monday morning on a school day i don't know why they've specified on a school day so monday but um it's monday morning on a school day do you a walk to school via your bff's house and knock on to see if they are ready Go straight to school. You don't want to bother them first thing in the morning. Head to the corner shop while texting your BFF. They owe you a chocolate bar. You're already there. The sleepover from last night is still going strong. What's for breakfast? That's that's all of them. Hmm. Got some thoughts on that straight away. Firstly, my mum would never let me stay out on a Sunday night when I had school on a Monday, so I'd never be allowed to a sleepover for a Monday morning. Yeah, big up Sam Philpot, by the way. 
Now I'll have to get back and iron my school shirt for the Monday. Get the get the uh, the weekly bath uh, <laughs> early night. Watch Heartbeat on Sunday evening. Yeah, watch the EastEnders omnibus um, and really get down to business. So that one's out. Um, I mean, it depends. You know, I might knock for them, but, you know, is that a detour? It's on the way. If it's on the way, I'll knock for them. You know, I I ain't worried about bothering them first thing in the morning. They're up for fucking school anyway. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. No, I'm going to knock for them. Okay. We're in. We've locked it in. Okay. Question two. One of your friends has been quiet all day. Do you, A, notice and quietly ask them what's wrong? B, try to cheer them up with jokes and pranks? C, give them space. It's probably nothing. But if they want to talk, they'll approach you. Or D, assume they're angry at you because of something you've done wrong. B, absolutely, no doubt in my mind. Cheer them up with jokes and pranks. Okay, what what would be your go-to prank then, Potsy? I mean, Uh, Marky? Go-to prank, I don't know, clean from the toilet, you know, good old classic. Uh, you know, if I'm at school, at the school actually, it was different pranks, weren't it? At school, it was like, you know, oh, I'm gonna lean behind him, just want to push him over and make him fall over and brilliant. Bushing, bushing was a thing, that was a word <laughs> in my school, bushing. Oh, they got bushed at lunchtime, and it means exactly what you think, pushed into a bush. <laughs> what happened to just a good old fashioned wedgie? Bushed. I never got wedged once. I got bushed hundreds of times. Be funny if someone like misconstrued what bushed meant, and they just put a George Bush mask on him. <laughs> You've been bushed. You've been bushed. Okay. Yeah, okay. No, uh, so yeah. you'd play pranks. You'd probably bush someone they don't like and, and cheer them. Yeah, up. they'd be. Yeah, I, I'd be. Yeah, I'd be bushing someone I didn't like. You know. <laughs> You know, have a bit of a squabble with the teacher, you know, be a bit sassy. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I don't condone anyone bushing any anyone else, okay? But Danny Mark was, was very young at that point. So I was very three. young. I'd give as many bushes as I received. Okay. <laughs> I can imagine. Uh so you're struggling with the work in one of your lessons, but your friend Geography. is a is a natural. Okay. Okay, we'll say it's geography, okay? You're struggling in geography. Do you ask them to be your study buddy and you'll provide the homework muffins? B, you don't mind. You're acing French and music, so that's all that matters. C, you're proud of them and tell them how well you think they are doing. Or D, Tease them about it, but admit that you're jealous and could do with some help. Hmm. What was B? Same question as before. Same answer before. <laughs> to some extent, not at all. Uh, <laughs> it's you don't mind, you're acing French and music, and that's all that matters. Yeah, me don't mind, I don't care. You know, if I ain't doing well, I ain't doing well. Fair enough. I, mean, I don't care have... about geography. Okay. 
Let's be fair, I've travelled to gigs with you. I, I know you don't care about geography. It's by a map, can't I? Yeah. Right, that's, sort of... that's what sat-navs were invented for, son. Yeah, it's because I don't need to buy a map. Just download Waze. Okay. I think I can guess what your answer to this one will be. After school, what activity would you rather do? A, head to the park for a kickabout. B, stay at school and do your homework. C, go to a friend's house to game and gossip. Or D, head out to the cinema or shops. Your mates always come with you. Hey. Yeah, it's got to be, in it? It's got to be. I mean, okay. you're not going to the cinema straight after school, are you? No, not unless it's Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. I mean... Are they still at Tuesdays or are they Wednesdays now? <sighs> no use asking me, boy. No use asking me. I haven't been to the me. cinema in ages. I haven't been to the cinema quite, um, what, quite bad what, for that. What was the last film you watched in the cinema? Tr- Jurassic World 2. Okay. Okay. This is pretty what was the one before that? Jurassic World 1. <laughs> Mine was the theory of everything. Oh. That one about Stephen Hawking. I haven't seen it. I you haven't seen it? It's the one with uh, Eddie, Eddie um, Redmayne in it. Eddie Redmayne, yeah. Good film. It's a good film. Yeah. And before that, it was <laughs> the Smurfs, so... <laughs> Katy Perry at her best. Oh, mate, I've got a diverse palette. What can I say? <laughs> All right, final question, and then we'll find out what type of bestie you are. Oh, um, I can't wait. <laughs> one of your friends has been getting on your nerves, but you don't want to hurt their feelings. Do you? Tell it to them straight. They're annoying you. Cut it out. B, try to ask them questions to find out why they are behaving like that. C, talk about them behind their back. Or D, and this is quite a sad answer, <laughs> assume it's because they want to drive you away. Oh. Um, takes a turn, that, doesn't it? does take a bit of a dark turn. Um, I don't know, really. I'd probably just gossip about them a little bit behind their back. It's going to be like, oh, fucking hell. Why has John got the ass? Why has and John? Why has John got the ass? Why has John got the ass? Yeah. So, because you bushed him at lunchtime, Dan. Because I bushed him at lunchtime, <laughs> he's still angry about it. I sold him a fag for 50p and he found out I was selling for everyone else for 30p. He's furious. <laughs> oh, do you want to know what type of bestie you are? I, I would love to know what type of bestie I am. You are a carefree bestie. Sure. You're the easygoing type. You'll check in with your friends to make sure they are okay, but you never take life too seriously. Make sure you let your friends know how important they are to you. Does that okay. sound accurate? Yeah, I'm fairly carefree, you know, wherever I lay my hat is home. There's 224 comments on this as well. Going back to what you said earlier, what, what gems can you find on there? Uh, my dad is a bossy, mean friend. Uh, a lot of them are carefree. Um, I am a carefree bestie, straight to the point. I like that. 
Cautious. One of them was cautious. And oh. we said, like if you got the same. Do they get me likes? Three. No. Three. I mean, I feel a bit weird reading this, considering this is a children's website. It's probably not. Oh, you know what? I just realised, yeah, they're children and I'm mocking the children. I mean, yeah, we might not be, because we've done it. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I suppose, yeah, you are right there. Who knows? Get in touch if you've done the CBBS quiz and what best are you are. CBBC. CBBC. Oh. Come on, mate. There is a yeah. difference. There is a difference. Okay, so before you go, Danny, I just want, is there anything that you want to bring up or talk about in relation to the new normal? Follow the arrows. Follow the arrows. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. How hard is it to follow the arrows? It's like Simpsons hit and run, isn't it? You just follow the arrow and keep driving. Just keep going. If you miss something, go round and start again. Don't be an arsehole. Well, I think you should do it. I think this might be a practical solution. If you're doing your weekly shopping in Audi or Tesco or wherever and you miss something, what you do is you keep a list of the things you've missed. Get them from the co-op later. Brilliant. Because do you know I mean? they, they don't have the arrow system. They just make you wait 10 people at a time. Exactly, which is fine. Walk around if to your heart's content in there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I think, because then what you're doing is you're saving a bit of money because you're going to the supermarket, but you're also supporting your local shop. Hmm. I don't know about that, the co-op. Hmm. Are, are you not a fan of it? Uh, no, not really, but... <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for you to text me after this saying get rid of all the things I said about the co-op no fuck the co-op uh, <laughs> I might do this as the little like preview thing just you bad mouth in the co-op so anything else uh, yeah just I mean average meal deal at best quite overpriced always on horrible <laughs> bread um, poor selection of drinks in there. The coffee machine tastes awful. I mean, go with the times, get a Costa machine like Tesco's and everywhere else. What are you playing at? Um, yeah, just, just don't like the co-op. I think they're money-grabbing bastards. Ladies and gents, Danny Mark, everyone. So that was Danny Mark, everyone. And if you're going to take anything away from my chats with Danny Mark, I guess it will be please follow the arrows when you are shopping. So this has been Smiling Politely with me, Aaron J. If there's any particular topic you want me to talk about, please feel free to send me a message. Equally, if there's any profession that you'd like to hear about or any particular people that you'd like to hear from, then please do send me a message and I'd, I'd love to get those sorts of people involved. Thank you for listening. I hope you listen all the time and I will see you next week. Thank you very much.